Let's go while we're young. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. B-Y-A Bushwood. Yeah, buddy. Bring it home, baby. Some nice wood for the hood right now. That's Corey Collins, and I am McGee, and we'll be talking to Casey Earl Flynn a little later, but it is, uh, it is, I mean, that was a really fun tournament that just ended. I mean, I, I, I'm just blown away, dude. I can't, I mean, they almost went 30 under par. I mean, that's just like these guys, man, the level of talent they have anymore, it's just, and they just feed off each other. Birdie after birdie, back to back, on top of each other. One guy does eagle, next guy's got it. You know, it's just, it's exciting. I mean, don't get me wrong, but it's just, it's unreal. The, the level of talent. I love it. Crazy. Bryson dropped a 60 spot on Friday and still didn't even win the tournament. Like he was, like his, you know, his 30 wasn't good enough. <laughs> I think, I think that's the most, challenging thing about it for him number one is you know i mean he misses that i don't know was it six feet something and something inches for the 59 and then you think about the four or five putts he missed that he could have just put it in the bag you know before uh cantley just wore him out dude i mean i mean he hits phenomenal shots and still i mean you just and it's the draft it, it, it was like david and goliath man i mean like you got you got a guy that just kills it and pounds it and every time you know cantley's hitting at least two to three three irons more than than to into every shot uh the drives are 30 40 50 sometimes 60 yards difference you know and cantley just like dude he, he reminds me of like a i don't even know what it is man it's just like he just stoic, you know, the guy, like yeah. he, the noise that he, when he drained that putt on the 72nd hole, unbelievable. That, I mean, his putting was ridiculous. Incredible. And it, it was ridiculous all week. That was his uh, 31st birdie of the tournament. That's crazy. It, it was at the most important time and it put the pressure on DeChambeau. Like DeChambeau could have won with that big putt, but it was clear that he wasn't going to make it the second Cantlay's went down. Like, obviously, they were going to playoff. There, there was no doubt in my mind yeah. that, that he was going to miss that. That was incredible. It was really a great tournament. It was really a great tournament. It was, man. The golf course was set up, I mean, just perfectly. I mean, obviously, being as soft as it was, these guys were just throwing darts, and that's what helped them. And they were playing lift, clean, to place the first two days. Um, so that helped them out, too. But the bottom line is, I mean, dude, they're shooting. I mean, it's like tons of guys, even McElroy, you know, 60, I mean, 63s, there's 65s, there's 60s, there's, I mean, some of these scores, 64s, I mean, it's just, they're just, it's crazy. Does everybody miss the putt for 59 on 18? I mean, is that just standard that ever the, whoever, whoever is going for 59, like, obviously you missed the six footer there, right? You know, number one, I, you know, he, I, he just, he just pulled, he said he misread it. Uh, yeah, you could say that. I mean, you could tell it. He just, he just pulled it and he hit it too hard. I mean, he, yeah. if he would have hit it a little softer, it takes the break. It goes in the left edge. Um, he just pounded it, you know, and that's just kind of his style. He just, he, he pounds a lot of those putts. So he does miss a few. And he, obviously he missed a few where he didn't pound them. And, you know, like cup, the one that he could have put it away on the last hole. You know, he just, he just, uh, he chubbed it a little bit. He just didn't give it enough effort up the hill and it just broke left. And, didn't, didn't stay on his line but 
you know, just the shots, man. I mean, some of these shots, I mean, dude, he's hitting nine iron, like 220 yards. Bananas. Like, how's that even possible? Yeah. Um, what's, what was really cool about today, Sunday, uh, Sunday of the, of the tournament, was when you have the final, when, you, when the final group stays, uh, stays in the hunt and it comes down to that last hole and having, it's like perfect television. Having the last two golfers on the tournament, or like in the tournament on the course, on screen, and it come down to playing for the playoff, it really is. It's not something that happens often enough, but when it happens, it is gold, man. It is gripping and engaging television when two people in the final group are, are, are gunning it out for the tournament or for a playoff or for whatever. But when there's something on the line on that last hole of a tournament, it's so exciting. Well, it kind of it brings it back to last year. I mean, if you remember last year, it was uh, Rom and, and DJ going at it, and they both drained those, like, I think, you know, Rom drains like a 60-footer to get into the playoff, and then they go into playoff, and they tie the first hole, or, or maybe it was the first hole playoff, and then DJ, or no, it was a DJ that drained that crazy putt, and then Rom drained it to win. But, I mean, those both those putts that they make, I mean, it's some of these guys, I mean, the, the, the level of focus and that, and that's one of the things that Cantley said in his interview afterwards was like, you know, cause Steve, uh, whatever his name is from golf channel says, Hey, you know how, you know, what are you thinking around that last putt? And he's like, I was just made, I'm just focused, you know, I'm, I'm dialed in. I know exactly what I got to do. And the strokes, I mean, when you watch Cantley putt, it's almost like it's like it's slow motion, you know, like he, the way that his stroke is it's just so solid and fluid, but uh, he just bangs it in there. And, it, you know, these guys, I mean, they spend hours and hours on the, on the putting green and trust me, I, I get it. I mean, if you're doing something all the time and, you know, in the, in the moment, I mean, this is what they live for. This is why they're there. You know, this is you know what they dream about. Um, there's a lot of guys like guys like myself, like when I was playing really well in my younger years, I didn't know how to handle the pressure. These guys live for the pressure. They want the pressure. I was yeah. afraid of it. You know, it scared me and it, and it made me uh, like come out of my body and just do stupid stuff. And that's the difference. And that's why there's, you know, 300 really phenomenal, amazing golfers in the world that make crazy money. And there's the other, you know, 75 million that play golf or whatever across the world that don't. Right. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what it takes. I mean, it takes guys that live for that, like, like a tiger. I mean, you know, he wanted to be. Uh, it's almost like an Allen Iverson or, or, uh, you know, Michael Jordan or somebody, they want the ball when there's zero, when there's a second left to hit the three or the two or whatever it is to, to win the game. They yeah. want that opportunity. The buzzer beater is fun. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to, man. These pots, I mean, it's, you know, as you know, I mean, in anything, it's, it's, it's a game of, it could bounce the wrong way. It could hit the wrong piece of grass, a spike mark, a leaf, who knows? These guys are just, you know, especially when it gets dark like that. I mean, it was getting to the point where these guys couldn't even see the ball in the air. Yeah. So I'm not sure what they would have done there, but geez, dude, it's just, just the level of focus. It's just, it's, 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 it's crazy. It it blows me away. There were some other. It is cool. It's great for TV. Oh, it was great. It was, it was gripping television. Um, There were some other cool stories that went down. Like, I have a question for you. Who is Eric Van Ruyen? I've never heard of this dude, and he just went out and crushed today, and, or all week, all weekend really well, had so, a great weekend, and now he gets to go play next week in in, in Atlanta. Yeah, 
Well, and if you look at what he did the last, like, uh, Jesus, he, I mean, he, he went birdie, he birdied two of the last four. I mean, basically, you know, it goes five under on the front, which is, you know, the front is where people were kind of making hay. But, and then the back nine, you've got, you know, 16, you know, 17 is not, I mean, it's not a layup on a par three. I mean, especially where that pin was. Obviously, you saw Cantley put it in the water and uh, DeChambeau, you know, flubbed his chip or whatever, and they both bogeyed. But bottom line is, is, you know, this guy had to come out today and shoot at least 67, 66. He goes out and fires a 65, this he Eric Monroy. And, 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 you know, he's been around for a while. He's from South Africa. He's, he's, a, he's a great player. He's a young dude. He's 31 years old. Um, he's, uh, you know, played European tour a ton. He used to, if you, if, I don't know if you noticed his outfit, but he's got those like runner pants that like yeah. get really skinny and tight. Oh, yeah. Ankles, I, so you can I see noticed. That. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's what he's been known for for you know however long he's been he's doing got, it. But he's got great calves. You might as well show him off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he you know, it, it's 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 kind of like Sam Burns. You, know? you look at some of these guys, it's just I and you know the one thing I'm remiss about, to be honest with you, McGee, is I've been thinking about Sung JM for a long time. I mean, don't get me wrong. Not not in a crazy way. Well, I mean, he's handsome. I've just been thinking about him as a as a player and what he's done and how he's come through. And that guy, again, just clutch, man. I mean, dude, he finished third. I mean, he's you know he shoots 65, 66 Friday Saturday, comes back with a nice little sixty seven a day to tie his round that he shot. You know, and it's just like twenty three under par, and, and to do what he did. I mean, the, the kid comes in and I can't remember what it was. He went. Uh, he birdied the last two holes. Um, you know, he's just solid, man. The guy yeah. had a couple of eagles throughout the or one eagle throughout the round. Um, but you know, I mean, you look at a Bryson DeChambeau, it's no surprise that Dude. the guy basically eagles every par five. Yeah, he went. Did he did he go back to back eagles at one point this weekend? He did. He, That's crazy. Uh, it, was, it was yesterday. He so he eagled four. And then he uh, drove the green. So, the, you know, it was like a 300 and, I don't know, 15-yard hole on five, a little, little fade into the green. And uh, drove the green and then uh, drank. Crazy. And, he, and, the putt, and the putt was, you know, 50 feet, 60 feet. Crazy. But, yeah, he went back-to-back Eagles. But he had one, two, three, four. He had four Eagles on the, out of the four rounds. So, you know, basically Eagle a day. But the guy is just, you know, I mean, <laughs> there, there's, there's no par five. I mean, 16 was playing six, 600 yards yesterday. And there's just no par fives out there, I think, anymore that these guys just can't get there too. It's just, you know, and, and they and if they hit the great shot, they need to hit, man. They're right there. Um, just like he did on uh, when he eagled it on Friday when he hit it, you know, just clutch coming out of the right side over there. So. Yeah, it's just it's exciting, but you know now now we go back to East Lake, and this is a course that everybody's played, and you know there's a couple guys that haven't been there. I mean, Sergio Garcia was impressive; um, just came through. Uh, my my pick, Corey Connors, played well. The first I was going to say, kind of, who'd you have this weekend? It was Corey Connors. That's right. Um, yeah, I had Corey Connors. He he played. I'm no, sorry, not Friday Saturday. He played horrible. Then he played good yesterday, and then today he shot one of the lowest rounds, 65, to kind of bring yeah. him back in, but he. Tied for twenty second, so I was way off there. I had Shane. I had Shane Lowry, who like teased me a little bit here and there, but would usually kind of mess up right at the end of each day. Um, yeah. But he had a good day today, and he gave himself a chance. You know, um, he ended at thirteen under. 
Uh, I won a matchup. Yeah. I won a matchup, but I lost. Uh, I lost a couple of the features, so I lost a couple bucks, but not not a ton. Um, yeah. But uh, Casey's uh, fucking asshole that he is already like going into the last week of our fantasy golf league as the leader. He picked Patrick Cantlay. And no just, way. Yeah, just ran away with it, man, and just laughed Dude, over was... his shoulder at all of us. Well, that's so funny because so I, you know, obviously you can only pick a player, you know, once you pick them, you're done, right? One and done. Right, right, so right. I was going through it and I, I had Rom. I, I thought I'd already picked him, but he was still available. So I picked him. So I'm thinking, you know, going into the weekend, I'm like, oh man, if I could at least get a win, that might at least jolt me up there. Um, but then, you know, Rom just kind of, he, he faltered, fell off a little bit, but, um, he's still tied for ninth, but, um, you know, shooting 70, 70. So we go into going into this tournament. I'm like one spot behind my mom in the standings, and then I have Shane Lowry, and she picked Tony Finau, who beats him by a couple strokes. So literally, <laughs> I lost to my mom in fantasy golf, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it was a rough year for me too, buddy. I didn't have many good picks. I think I need to uh, need to spend whatever our little off time is here and, and, and regroup Prepping. on my, uh, yeah. my, my, my collaboration, you know, yeah. of, of looking into what I need to do here and, and the, some of the stats and things I need to start looking at to get a better understanding of where things are. Cause Develop a it, strategy. it's different. It, yeah. Develop yeah a strategy. I, I need to, I mean, yeah. And then listening to you guys, you know, I've learned a lot from you and I learned a lot from Casey. Obviously Casey brings a different perspective. You bring a different perspective because you know, you don't play a ton of golf, but you know every, you know all the other type of bets, and you know how to look at other things and the the things that make differences. And you know, as as a as a as a golfer, it, it, sometimes you just get caught up in the in the minutia, right? Just some of the things you don't really think about some of the stats. You're just thinking yeah. about you know who might be feeling good that week or looking good that week. But the reality is, is man, I, I I think I I finished pretty high on the fantasy side, and I don't think I've picked too many. Um, Good picks on our on our overall podcast and yeah. so I'm sure the listeners are probably like this Corey dude, man. What's up with this <laughs> but trust me, peeps. Trust me, peeps. I'm gonna do my due diligence for the next for the next round. That's the uh, attitude. Of, I love of, that. Of the Bushwood. I'm bringing it home like uh like uh Mitch Comstein, and I'm gonna figure it out, buddy. <laughs> We're gonna it. figure this one out. I love but it's it. been a ton of fun with you guys, man. I really, I, I've had a lot of fun with you guys. This has been uh, an awesome learning experience and keeps me engaged and it keeps me on top of it when I can make it. I'm sorry. Some of these things have been oh, hard for me to get what? a part of. No, be no. in, That's why there's three of us. That's the where the formula yeah. works, you know, is that if no, one definitely. of us has something to do, we can always handle it. Um, yeah. We so have what a short our, off season. What's, our, what's our strategy? What's our strategy here? What do we got coming? Oh, well, we got a we got a short off season. Maybe we'll talk once or twice, you know, touch base based on, you know, any news or events or anything. We'll do an off season report and then we'll ramp okay. it back up after the new year, man. We'll get it rolling, man. I mean, uh, I don't okay. know. I forget what we start with. If it's like Riviera, it was it's something in California. Casey's in charge of that yeah. stuff. Maybe we yeah. add a, yeah. I think I think maybe we add a couple of tournaments next year and do it do it even more. Because I had a, I had really enjoyed it too, man. I had a blast doing the podcast all all year. I found it helped me organize my thoughts and get ready for gambling on the golf every week. And um, yeah, you know, um, I, I thought it was good. There's a few times I shouldn't have listened to Casey, and then there's a few times I wish I had. You know, yeah, yeah. He's 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 on point, man. Casey Casey knows this stuff, man. He knows. This he's stuff. Uh, he's he's. 
he's got a gift for the uh, for understanding, you know, what's going on because he he made some good picks this year, and some of the listeners I'm sure have made some good coin off of some of his insight, and hopefully, at least at least you know, from the standpoint of uh, you look at it like you know, freaking frack, right? You know, from me and him, I mean, obviously we both play golf. Um, you guys should play together. That helps, but. Yeah, I know we haven't yet, but we will. I'll, yeah. I'll get them out there. I really well, haven't been playing much golf, man, lately. Work has been uh, just yeah. crazy, but yeah, we definitely for the snow flies. I think you have to play with him now because he won the fantasy golf league. So that's right. <laughs> he gets the, he gets around to golf with you. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah, I gotta take. Yeah, I gotta get him out. So I gotta get get a hold of him, and uh, you tell him uh, I'll be I'll reaching come. out to him when you talk to him, and uh, yeah. I'll shoot him a text, and we'll we'll get we'll get an Inverness round or common ground, or we'll get out tee it up somewhere. If I'm in uh, if I'm in town, I'll meet you guys at the 19th hole. That'd be awesome, man. You know, right. When's your plan? You got any plans on coming back? Yeah, I got to come back in a few weeks. Yeah, I got something. I got okay, I got like some medical stuff I got to come back and deal with. So I will be in town for a couple of days. Yeah, well, obviously, hook me up. Let me know what you're doing. And uh, to all the listeners out there, I hope you guys have a great season. A happy holidays to everybody. Be safe. Stay human. And I appreciate everything, McGee. It's, it's been a blast. Bro. Yeah, man, it's been fun. We'll talk soon, buddy. I'll stay in touch. All right, have a great night, man. You too, man. Later. See you, bro. Casey, Earl, Flynn, what's up, buddy? Yes, sir. You gonna you gonna talk a little shit or what? <laughs> uh, not really. Other than I think everyone in the league should be tied if they just listen to me, but they didn't. That's fine. <laughs> everyone has their own opinions, just not as good as mine. Apparently, clearly, clearly, clearly. <laughs> Not only did you go into the last tournament with the lead, but then you picked Patrick Cantlay, who won it all. So, bravo. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. And actually, it was pretty exciting. It came down to be pretty exciting. Uh, oh, yeah. Swamp Fan, which is one of our boys back in Reno, uh, did a great job. I mean, he had, I mean, he was scaring me. Had, I mean, once the playoffs started, I had already won, but, you know, had Cantley maybe made a few bogeys on the back and dropped, say, to Rory and some JM, I would have actually lost. So, it actually, that back nine was super exciting because uh, Swamp Fan had a, a chance to win it all. You know, Cantley would have had to kind of collapse a little bit. Um, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, he did really well. Unfortunately, he ended up getting out of the money because – we had a few other players take Cantley, but one of which uh, got second was Shawnee Mack. And then my buddy Byron out here in Colorado yeah. had Cantley as well. Um, and he got third. So that was actually really exciting. There's a lot of movement there on the – really the last – I mean, up until the last yeah. six – you know, the very – the 78th yeah. hole it was definitely of the exciting. tournament was – it was still not sure who was going to get in the money in that. So I thought it was super exciting. And I hope that everyone who played this year was uh, looking on because it was yeah, kind of it was down great. to the wire. There. It was great. Um, I, I already can't wait till next year. I don't know. Me too. I'm sort of so, bummed it's over, but yeah, let's talk a little, let's talk a little golf. Uh, let's talk about the actual tournament, you know, mm-hmm. uh, can't let I mean forget it, Kopka. Forget uh Kopka, whatever, however everybody pronounces it. 
that's the new rivalry I want to watch. Cantlay and, and Bryson DeChambeau is, like, serious, man. I completely agree. How fun was that? Uh, they were petty and, like, oh, yeah. little kids about shit, yeah. and I loved it. That was pretty <laughs> cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, after Bryson called him out for walking in this backswing, which I don't even know how he saw him. He must have eyes in the back of his head because um, it didn't really make any sense how he could tell he was walking behind him, but. You know, when I play golf, it's, you know, get up to your ball as soon as you can and get get going. And that's the whole reason why Bryson keeps getting called out for slow play or Bryson's groups is because, yeah, he take, not only takes forever, but he makes you stand there and wait for every tiny little thing that he does. And that's not how I play golf, that's for sure, even competitively. I start walking up to the green so I can start reading my putt so that by the time it's my turn, I'm ready to go instead of I play with a lot of people who wait until it's your turn to start, you know, reading your next shot. And I hate that type of play. I want to be ready when you're, when it's your turn, you know, you should already have the shot ready to rock. You should know everything about your shot and whether that means walking up ahead a little bit. I mean, you're, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. I, I still kind of like Bryson, but um, I just love that. That's a new rivalry for the rest of our lives, hopefully. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I could see them fighting it out in, like, the senior tour in 30 years. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be a genuine distaste for one another. Yeah, I think a little bit. I don't think it was that bad, but it was just fun. I just love how... Yeah, can't like just draining these putts after putt after putt, and Bryce can't make a five footer. I just think it's awesome. Yeah, 18th was incredible. And then six holes of playoff golf is pretty on brand for what we've been seeing all year long. Yeah. It's been really good, man. It's been a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, it has. It was fun. Um, what are you what what are your thoughts, if any, going into next week, going into East Lake for the tour championship? Well, I don't know if you remember or if any of our listeners do, but I said at, before the first playoff round that I think Cantley is going to win the... I said answer. I said yeah, answer. I, I love that. And I, I think you and I both have really good picks going into that. I wasn't able to get it down. I couldn't find any outlet that took action on that. Oh, on the to win the FedEx Cup before the playoffs started? Yeah. I'm sure it did. I just maybe I don't I don't well, do business with any of them yet or something. You may have just as good, if not better, or probably pretty close to as good of odds right now because of now going into um yeah, East Lake that you know, answer is gonna be like four strokes behind, I think, when they start. So Yeah, that's pretty good. So I'll get a similar number. I think you'll number. still get a similar number. I mean it's gonna be like probably thirty to one, twenty-five to one. So I think that's a killer bet, too. The guy is playing just incredibly well. Yeah, I'm going to put a little something on him when the odds come, uh, or when the uh, when the book opens up tomorrow. Yeah, and this, I mean, I think this is a real thing. I think Cantley may have sort of exhausted his, as far as a percentage goes, there's no way the guy could keep making putts after putt. I mean, we're talking all tournament long, plus, again, 78 yeah. holes of making I mean, he made over 500 feet of putt. I just, 
you know, golf really does go on percentages, and I don't. Wow. I mean, I don't see how he could keep that up for another week. Maybe one more week, and which would be perfect timing to, you know, for the offseason, he might make some miss, miss a bunch of putts in practice or whatever. But uh, I just don't see him keeping up none. On the 18th hole, he hit his 31st birdie of the weekend to force playoff. Unbelievable. Or to put the pressure on Bryson. To, you know, yeah. 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 And, and then they played six more holes and he got it. And I more. think he birdied three more. In yeah, three playoffs. more. Yeah. I mean, Incredible. he had 34 birdie. Good God. I mean, that's just absurd. But yeah, I do think both of them might have exhausted some. I mean, Bryson. Hitting fairway after fair, I, that just baffled me. Not only 360 yards, but he's hitting the fairway every single time. I just don't see that happening at Eastlake for both of them. I don't see Cantley making that many putts, and I don't see Bryson make, hitting that many fairways. So I think it opens the door for these guys um, who are just floating along. I think you got to look at the Rory – the DJ, these guys that have won this this cup before, knowing kind of how to play it, as in, you know, it doesn't really, I mean, it starts at the beginning of the year, but it, you know, all you got to do is get in that top 30 and then it's game on. And obviously you'd prefer to not be 10 strokes behind at the beginning. And I think, and you got Rory, Answer, DJ, some of these guys that are playing all of a sudden playing really well. I mean, all three of those guys played awesome this week. And not only are they just kind of going in there chill, but they're only a few strokes back, four strokes back, I think. And, you know, that's going to disappear. Uh, likely that disappears within the first two days. You know, I think we're going to be going into the weekend with, at least a few of those names I just named, plus maybe Cantley or Bryson or both all tied, you know, going. And then all of a sudden it's just like nothing ever happened. And here we go. Here comes the weekend. And yeah, it'll be interesting. I think this is a super fun tournament to bet on personally. I mean, I would almost take everybody all the way up from the bottom, you know, (laughs) not take everyone, but look at everyone legitimately because a 10 stroke lead, is a huge lead, but you know, you shoot low two days, and all of a sudden you go into the weekend, you know, a couple strokes back, it's a new ball game, brand new. And as a better, how fun is that to take the guy who was 100 to one and then be like, you know, two strokes out the lead going into the last day or going into the Saturday? I think that's so fun, and I think there's yeah. a ton of opportunities there. Um, Obviously, this is the recap of last week, so I have not done. I haven't even looked at the odds. So unless yeah, you have me neither. Right I've no, yeah. no, no. I haven't looked at anything. I just but, figured I'd bring it up. You know. No, it, no. I'm glad you did because all I'll say is it's extremely exciting. This is the this is a very fun tournament to bet. Yeah. Because I I, I truly believe it's still anyone's game. You know, I think a yeah. two stroke. You know, Cantley has a two-stroke lead on Bryson, and Bryson has like a one-stroke, and then it goes, and it's not, it, it'll disappear in the first four holes. Like it really yeah, does. I mean, of course, it's a little, it it is what it is, but I mean, look at what happened in this tournament. They finished at twenty-seven under, correct, or 28, 27? Sound, 
Yeah, and, and then you have uh, no. It was higher than that. No, no, no. no. It was like yeah, it was, it was almost thirty. That was 27. Oh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven or twenty. Anyway, was twenty-eight or twenty-nine. Whatever. Regardless, it doesn't matter. Regardless, uh, look at. I think it was twenty-eight. Thank you, Rick. Um, but look at Rory say who played really well. Was it twenty-one? I mean, that's seven strokes. That means yeah, he sucks. I mean, even if, so, like flip that around. They'll say Cantlay and. And Bryson say play really well for a four day tournament, but somebody else say someone down there, you know, around top twenty who started the round seven strokes below them, but just shoots lights out like they did, which is probably going to happen, can win this thing really easily. I mean, again, people who played really well last week still lost by ten strokes, you know. Um, yeah. And that's what makes this exciting. Look at the guys at yeah. the very bottom. And if you get, if somebody's offering you a hundred to one, cause he's eight strokes below. Oh, I love it. I love it all day. <laughs> all 30 of these guys deserve to be there. Obviously. I mean, look at a Sergio Garcia, probably one of the highest players right now. And Corey brought think, him up too. I bet he's going to be, I have just a guess. I bet he's going to be around 50 to 60 to one. And I think that is, oh, man, that makes me salivate. That is a nice bet right there. The guy is on fire, and he's one of those names that you can see. I mean, go look at all the guys who have won the FedEx Cup. It's normally a, a household name, if you will. And, boy, I would love to see that. And I have no, I don't think I've ever seen Sergio play this good. I mean, he is on fire right now. And – other than a couple of missed shots out of the bunker, which is odd because he's the best bunker player ever, um, he had almost a perfect round on Sunday. I think he's just coming in. The other thing about these guys, 20 and below, they're coming in just, you know, you know, it's just house money. And dead last place is almost $400,000. I think everyone just needs to go out there and play, just have some fun, you know, and play yeah, for just a finish the four rounds. Yeah, and you will yeah. get uh, almost a half million dollars. So, but hundred yeah. k a day, dude. A hundred k a day to <laughs> a play day. golf. How fun is that? To lose, to, yeah, lose. to lose at golf. Yeah. yeah, but they deserve it. They've had a long season and worked their butts off all year, and now it's time to just reap the benefits. And I think a lot of players like a Rory, like a Sergio, want. That's when they play the best. When it's like, there's not really. I mean, there's pressure at the end when you're like, okay, this putt's worth $15 million. That's going to be sort of pressure. But it's really right now, I think these first, this Thursday and Friday is to go out there and just have some fun and try to get up, you know, knock off that the the, the lead that they already have a little bit and give yourself yeah. a chance. I'm excited. I am too. All right, buddy. Listen, um, Love you. We'll talk soon. Yep. Congrats on winning the fantasy golfs. Thank you. Um, I am very uh, impressed with your abilities. <laughs> and when you get a chance, please email me or or send me a list of all the people who picked winners throughout the season. Oh, that's so right. So I can get them all gift cards because, I mean, it's only taken a year, but the shop, <laughs> the online store is uh, coming up pretty soon. Right on. Um, right so I got a little on. something yeah. for everybody. All right, all right buddy. Um, congrats. Talk to you soon. All right. Bravo. All right. Sounds good.
Later. See ya.